The Internet. The Final Frontier. Welcome to a very special episode of Boldly Going Nowhere here, live at AwesomeCon 2017. And, as always, we have the distinct pleasure to have Ming Chen of Comic Book Men on the show once again. Ming, how are you? What's going on? I, you know, I passed by, I, I can never pass a microphone that I cannot talk into, yeah, so you know what? thanks, for, thanks for indulging me. No, no, we're happy to have you on again. You know, it's always great to have a fellow comic book lover on the show. So, I, I gotta ask you a question. Ask so, away. I heard fairly recently you you just opened a comic book store in uh, no Houston. Wow, right? God, you did your homework. All right, uh, uh, a little bit. It's just uh, you know, obviously, it's I just found out about it. So I mean, but I mean, you open it with a professional baseball player yeah. and uh, a co- it's, so it's a coffee shop, a comic book shop, and I think there was swords in the title. Gaming. Gaming. The- uh, it's called. It is called Coral Sword, which is a reference to Final Fantasy. It's a ah. pretty badass weapon in the Final Fantasy universe. Okay. It's called the Coral Sword, mm-hmm. and uh, Coral Sword CCG Comics, Coffee Comics, and Gaming. Nice. And gaming will encompass card gaming, board gaming, and video gaming. So, right, so. so everything a growing boy or girl <laughs> right. needs in this world. Right. Your, so your daily op- dose of geekery. Opening this fall in Houston, Texas. Yeah, oh, just love it. kind of thing. I spend a lot of time in Houston. I have family mm-hmm. down there. Happened to meet the guy, my friend David mm-hmm. Buer who runs all the best coffee houses in Houston, Texas. Yep. He's also a huge geek. Mm-hmm. So we had joked around a couple years ago about opening up uh, like a coffee, comics, and gaming place. Right. Uh, we met right fielder for the San Francisco Giants, two-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, Hunter Pence, who also happens to be a huge geek, very heavily into Magic the Gathering. Nice. And he was like, hey, what's this I hear about you guys joking around opening up a comics, coffee, and gaming place? Like, yeah, something we've been wanting to do. He's like, let's do it. Right. And once he was in, man, all bets were off. So nice. opening this fall in Houston, Texas, Coral Sword, Southeast uh, Southeast Houston. Look for it soon. Right. So now, you know, you've been you've been working with the um, the stash. Yes. For, oh God, how long now? Like a decade Jeez, or so? Uh, Twenty years now. Wow. Yeah. All right. So obviously, so you've been working in comic book stores, but now you're running a comic book store. Essentially, yeah. running your own yeah, comic book. Pretty store. much. And so, how different is that from, say, you know, just working in the behind the scenes, but now running it by yourself? If, if you watch Comic Book Men, you see Walt calls all the shots, mm-hmm. and you know he's Kevin owns the store, right? But in my mind, it's, it's always been Walt's store. Walt mm-hmm. calls all the shots, so he uh, he has all the say, and he does a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to find me a comic book store. It's been over twenty years. It's very rare these days. Mm-hmm. Comic book stores don't really. You don't see a lot of new ones opening up. A lot of them, a lot of them close, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think to, in my mind, it's due to uh, you have to separate the fan from the business. Mm-hmm. So what Walt does, he never over orders. Uh, if you watch the show, a lot of people are like, why? Um, why is Walt so cheap? He only offers a guy. Guy wants a hundred dollars. Walt offers him twenty. It's like, well, if you offer the guy hundred dollars, you're not going to sell for hundred dollars. You're not going to make any money. No. So Walt's a staunch businessman and a and a lover of comics, mm-hmm. so he's able to keep a balance between the two. Yeah, and it's difficult, and especially in that situation. It's like yeah. He, he's got to play businessman, but obviously yeah. his love of the comics. Yes. You know, it's hard to maintain. Yeah. At least for me. Now I've learned a lot from him. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
I will be I you know, I'll be running the store. I won't be there full time, so I'll be going to Houston maybe once a month, mm-hmm. and or or more depending on when I'm needed. And uh, we won't have the range of books that we have at at the stash. We just don't have the room at mm-hmm. Coral so it'll be a good mix of like the best of the best. Yeah. Now, what I like about Coral Sword uh, that we don't do at the store is we don't do gaming. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't really do community events there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like the game is like, get in, buy your stuff, get out. <laughs> like, I don't want people hanging out till 8.30 at night. We, right. We close at 6. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, come in for your books. Look at them, you know, come come grab a photo with us if you want one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want an autograph from us, we're happy to autograph anything. Mm-hmm. But they've, we really don't do community-oriented mm-hmm. events there. That's why, that's why, that's half the reason I'm becoming involved in Coral Sword. It's like, mm-hmm. I want, I want to play Magic there. Right. I want to do Mario Kart tournaments. So, I want I want people to hang out there. I want right. to be a spot. I want to be a spot where I would hang out, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a spot where I'm going to be hanging oh, out. Oh yeah, no. So that's where it differs, and that's uh, that's where I, that's where I'm that's where uh, you know I, I want to inject more community events. Yeah, so. I mean, I always like when I go to a comic book store. I mean, yeah, obviously I'm in there to buy comics, yeah. but you know, if you have the upside of oh hey, I could play Magic the yeah. Gathering, and I can immerse myself in that for hours yeah. at a time. I mean, yes, I'm obviously going to walk in and buy something. That's yeah. The, polite thing to do right. if you're going to take up space in there but uh, so obviously comic book fan uh, as you are oh yeah so I also read that you were a fan of Preacher right? oh yeah for sure yeah one of my favorite comic, yeah. probably my favorite book, comic book series so I gotta ask you a question so you have you been watching the adaptation I have yeah alright what do you think it's, it's different mm-hmm. it's very it's actually very different they're you know they're taking the best elements mm-hmm. putting it into the show uh, at first, I was like, "Wow, this is kind of weird." But mm-hmm. I'm starting. It's it's. I, I started to like it as they got near the. I saw yeah. what they're doing with it. So you know, obviously, they can't get as heavy as the comic books. Right. Uh, comic book, very graphic. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Which is you know is half the reason why I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Though, was that was about when Preacher came out. It was about the time I was getting back into comics. Mm-hmm. I had fallen out for a little bit, and uh, the comic store I was going to at the time. Mm-hmm was uh, just op- this new comic book store opened up where I was uh, living in Michigan I went there and I'm like where's all your Marvel and DC where's like Captain America where are your guys in tights and they were like oh we don't carry that mm-hmm. but what we do have is this new company called Image mm-hmm. you gotta read like this new book called Spawn they had right. DC Vertigo it was like read this. this is what we're into read it if you don't like it alright um, you know fine but we think you're gonna like this mm-hmm. and I did and uh, that comic book store is called Vault of Midnight. Now one of the biggest comic book stores in the country. Uh, but yeah, they, you know they they took a gamble mm-hmm. on. They're like, we're just gonna carry the stuff that we like to carry. Right. And if it works out, great. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. well, you know, at least we protect our integrity. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. Now they carry DC and Marvel, obviously. But well, you know, they see the trends. And yeah. That's, and that's important, especially yeah. in the comic book world, because obviously you can get, you can stay on the path of just. Picking in the big two, yeah. But people are going to get bored of that. Yeah. You got to bring it varieties, the spice. Of yeah, life. and that's when that's when the more kind of heavier stories were taking off, mm-hmm. and I appreciate them for sticking true to their guns. But Preacher was one they steered me to, and I just remember I was like, "Whoa, this is a character arts face in this. Like, that's this is where's we're like this isn't this ain't Superman. Like, yeah. you know." And I I loved it, and yeah. I still love it. And I never thought I'd see a live action, so I'm really I'm so happy to right. see it. Um, you know, and it happens to be on the same that way. Comic book men is on. That's pretty awesome. Oh well, so all right. So speaking of comic book men, obviously yes. season seven has been announced. Insane, right? Insane. I, mean, I love the show. Thank the you show very is, much. I appreciate great, it. I'm, I'm glad we're getting. You know, obviously from that reviewing that side yeah. of the the table, you know, of the counter, I should say, because obviously you know we've all been you know in comic book stores, sure. obviously seeing the other side 
seeing you know you guys run the store, run events, trying to find you know comic books that you know you're not expecting. Right. You know? Just, and it's a lot of fun, and I'm glad that it's gone seven seasons. I hope it goes for seven more. I hope so too. Thank you. But so obviously you've, it's been running for seven seasons. Is there what are you looking like? What are you guys looking to do this season that you maybe haven't done before? It. I mean, the, here's the thing: is uh, we feature you know vintage comics, which is great. The right. toys, the old toys, is what I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Because we either feature toys that I used to have and I no longer have anymore and I want to get back, or toys that I longed for and couldn't afford mm-hmm. and I uh, hadn't seen in a while and then came back and was like, oh my god, I wanted this as a kid. Mm-hmm. I want, now I can buy it. Yeah. But you know, the, the, dr- the, the downside is you're going, buying back your childhood is very expensive. Yes. Uh, toys that you once wanted that cost maybe twenty four ninety nine mm-hmm. back in the day are now two hundred and twenty four ninety nine. Oh, I believe. If it. you want to buy it, and uh, you know, and I want the box. I want the. You want I, everything. I want the experience that I missed out on as as a kid, getting a new box and opening up and putting the stickers on, and all of that. Yes. But unfortunately, buying vintage toys in box, mm-hmm. very very expensive. I, I know exactly what you mean. I was in Brooklyn for a convention. Oh God, three weeks ago, yeah. four weeks ago. And we were waiting for the con to open, so we had some time. We went to this uh, collectible store, and it ended up being like half comic books or half yep. collectibles, which was great. wasn't what I was expecting. Right. And I saw a vintage in-box Slave One from the original 1982 yeah. line of uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I was like, holy crap, how much? It was 225 bucks. Yeah, I'm like, dude. <laughs> I, I totally, I understand it. I mean, it, I have, it, I found a beat-up one in Atlanta a yeah. year earlier for like 20 bucks. Right. But half the stuff was missing off of it. In my head, it's still 1982, and that toy should be 24.99. It's not, it's I just mean, not the case anymore. I would, I would love it if that was the case, but I also saw um, the 77. Death Star, yeah. The whole, yeah, the whole thing in box that was like four hundred dollars. Yeah, so my goal each season is just to f- feature more toys that came from either my childhood or somebody's childhood. Okay, that just opens up those floodgates of nostalgia. Okay, okay. So what's what's the dream toy? What's the toy that you <laughs> haven't found yet or you're looking Ooh, for? God, man, that's that's we got we've featured so much. Like a lot of it's coming. My my previous dream toy was the USS Flag from the GI Joe line, nice. and I bought that yeah. on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Um, there are a couple of things. There was a Sears exclusive Cobra base that was made out of cardboard that I only saw once in my life, wow. and I never saw it again. I begged my mom to buy it, and she didn't, and I never saw it again. It was a, yeah, it was a little short-run Sears exclusive mm-hmm. that never came back again, and that's one, that's one of the things I would like to see. Uh, I, I mean, there, there are a multitude of Star Wars toys that hasn't, haven't come on yet. Um, uh, surprisingly, we haven't had the original Millennium Falcon come in yet. I want to see one in-box sealed. I, would, uh, I want to see... Sealed vintage Kenner Star Wars toys. I would like literally. I'd be like, I'd be like Red Fox. I'd be like, I'm at this is a big yeah. one. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It's like, please, for the love of God, just like, don't open it. I don't want like my my face melted off. Yeah. Just. I I, I actually or GI Joe toys inbox sealed because yeah. that's like it's like in carbonite, man. Like you know, the uh. like if you open that box, like the the air from 1980 comes out. Yeah, you know, like, that's yeah. Mm, to me, that, that's what is that, is that must. Uh, no, no, that's nostalgic. And that's like that every is. song, very rarely, every song you they, they have what's called a warehouse find, where they'll mm-hmm. find a case of unopened like Kenner toys oh. that someone forgot about that was in the that back happens? of a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, like a case, a full case of them, uh. where there's like a dozen like Slave Ones in there, a dozen Millennium Falcons, or a dozen like Darth Vader's yeah. unpunched cards. Like you know what? Yeah, like uh. that, that that that's. Stuff I dream about. I know, man. right? It's just like, yeah, that's like if anything was going to give me a heart attack, that would have done. Yeah, just a box that was unaccounted for, and it was, someone shoved in the back in a cubby hole somewhere. 
and somebody just found it now. Oh, man. That's my dream. That's what I want to see. So let me ask you a question. So last year, you yes. were here as a guest. Yes. This year, you're, uh, you're here as just an attendee. Yeah, I'm just hanging out. Right. So how is that different for you? I mean, just, I mean are, obviously people are coming up to you yeah. saying, like, oh, I love the show. You know, it's like, are, I thought you were here as a guest. I didn't see you on the list. Yeah, it's, it's not, you know, it's really it. not that much different. I, it's actually easier if I just walk around. You get to see more people that way, I think. Yeah. yeah. So you I, just come to cons, you know, obviously, you know, I, the flesh, I love the environment and you yeah. know yeah it's just uh, it's cool if you watch the show and like you you know and, and you know if, if you want a, a photo whatever you want mm-hmm. it, you know it does, uh, will, and hopefully you know you'll either post that online or it's a rampage <laughs> nice. you know you, or you post a photo online or yeah. you know and people see that or you just go home and it's like hey man I met the guy from Congman um, right uh, we talked about Preacher Star Wars for a while. Yeah, it's crazy. That, you know what, when Season 7 rolls background, you'll hopefully be more apt to watch the show, which means well, we I get mean, to do yeah, more. So, yeah. And that's the thing. I, I, I love the show. Yeah. Like I said, I hope it goes on for seven seasons yeah. more. Because, again, where, am I, where else am I going to get my combo fix on television yeah. aside from, you know, animated series, maybe one of the movies playing on? Okay, so... We've talked, we've talked collectibles, we've yes. talked comics. All right, so let's talk films. Yes. What are you excited for coming up? I'm excited for Spider-Man Homecoming. <gasps> definitely I'm excited yes. for Last Jedi. Yep. Uh, definitely. Um, geez, I mean, there's so much coming out. Uh, I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming, especially with Holland dropping the announcement that the, it's going to be a trilogy yeah. of, star, of Spider-Man films. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to see where they're going to go. Like, who are they going to introduce? Based on the trailer and the costume, it looks like old school Spider-Man coming back. Yes. I, listen, uh, Amazing Spider-Man with uh, Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. It was good, but yeah. I think in my head, like, I watched that guy on screen. Like, this is a pretty boy, man. He's not struggling with yeah. girls and bullies. Like, no way. Yeah. Looking like that. that was no, always... I, I couldn't. And it... I just couldn't separate it. You know, and it's funny you mentioned that because we've talked about this a hundred times before on the show at one point or another. We're always like, you know what? There's there's never been a character who's played Spider-Man who's married both Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, for instance, Tobey Maguire, great Peter Parker, right. kind of not that great a Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield, great Spider-Man, not so great a Peter Parker. Yeah. I feel like Tom Holland is marrying the two I, together. I think and Tom I Holland nails it. Homecoming will be the one to prove it. Yeah. And I love uh, I, I love that Tony Stark is in it. I love that the suit right. is a Stark Technologies production. I yeah, I love I, it. I also love that his his pseudo suit. I mean, obviously, once he once he gets the suit, once he loses the suit, yeah. sort of looks uh, Scarlet Spider. esque yep, exactly. And I mean, I mean, I love me some Ben Riley. So I mean, yeah, I I'm definitely I'm, I'm excited about that. So. I love the Steve Divko eyes, and then there's a shot in the trailer. He's got the web under the arm. Exactly. So I was this, not expecting. Yeah, that. that's cool. Oh. Uh, and he's like gliding. Oh, yeah! It was so it's, good. It makes your heart beat. Yes, oh, yeah, a little it's, faster. It's, it's definitely exciting. So, uh, anything else you're excited about? Have you seen Wonder Woman yet? Oh yeah! Oh, okay. Wonder Woman is fantastic. Yes, I totally not totally unexpected, but as a DC movie, mm-hmm. you go in with very low expectations. Right. And you go in thinking, expecting it to suck because exactly. it's a DVD movie, and it did not suck. It was awesome, mm-hmm. and I think it's. Uh, you know they've been trying to get a live action Wonder Woman ever since Linda Carter the TV show ended yeah. and they just couldn't do it right they tried several times yeah and Joss couldn't Whedon get it even right. tried doing it yeah and, yeah, and, and, and they, you're like really if Joss Whedon can't pull a movie yeah. off how, how badly is this property being you know tried to be, it's, it's staggering to believe with yeah. Joss Whedon's success in the superhero films yeah that you know like even he couldn't bring Wonder Woman like how is that possible yeah but they did an excellent fight scenes yep. excellent plot Fun for all ages, fun for girls and boys, Great. and oh. 
Just it's I've, great. I've, I haven't seen it yet, but like oh man, no, it's, it's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna see it at some Dude. point. But it's it's like the whole time I'm just like please just let it be good. Yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, I just I need one. I need right. just one DC film. Yeah, so they're on the right track. I good. think. Um, and I, I think DC movies are they're on the right path. Like Jeff Johns is overseeing the film division. Right. We know he's got chops. He's got we, cred. We know he can do it. He's, yeah, we know he can do it. But, yeah, my hat's off to Patty Jenkins and uh, writer Alan Heinberg, who wrote for the Wonder Woman comics, so, yep. so did great. And know, Chris Pine, the, the Steve Trevor, was amazing. Oh, and, uh, you know, Gal Gadot, not, I mean, no argument there. She is Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, no, and it was, I mean, she was great. She was one of the saving, one of the saving graces in Batman Oh, Superman. yeah, for sure, yeah. Definitely. All right, so, obviously, we yes. appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Any, anything you want to plug? I mean, obviously, Comic Book Men Season 7. Yeah, uh, and uh, Conwen was birthed from uh, podcasting, actually. Exactly. Because uh, Kevin started the Smodcast Podcast Network, that we got involved in podcasting. All four of us had podcasts from comic book, or all five of us, actually, have podcasts. So um, uh, Mike Zapsik and I do a podcast called I Saw Comics Weekly, where we talk about the weekly comic releases. We do another podcast just simply called The Ming and Mike Show, where we talk about whatever we want, which is great. Uh, Walt and Mike have one called Tell Them Steve Dave, so uh, give those a listen. Uh, you know, we're fellow podcasters just like you. We love the medium. I love podcasting, uh, man. It's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole point of it. Uh, we've always said to each other, you know, when this stops being fun, we just won't do it anymore. Yep, but absolutely. This is so much fun. Yeah. Right? And thank you so much for coming out. Absolutely, I mean, I man. Your, your time is, you're, you're busy, obviously, enjoying no, the No, dude, if I see Mark on a podcast, I'm sitting in front of <laughs> I'm, I, I, I insist on sitting oh, in front I'll of it. Thank you again for coming out. Absolutely, man. I can't thank you enough. Thank you for listening, and thank you... Thank you, Ming Chen. You enjoy the rest of your con, and thank you for listening to Bully Going Nowhere. Boldly Going Nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com. Oh, that sounded great.